Just like at this moment in time, there are questions that are relevant to me. The thoughts that come to me but don't come to you. Each of us walks a different universe, builds it very carefully in our thought stream, and then brings it out and views everything through a different lens. This has been a predominant thought over the last day or two. As I continue to read and explore and try to find my way back to my source. What's the pull? What's the urgency? What's the need? It's way beyond explaining, but all I can say is the purest joy that I find these days is in contemplating, reading, and understanding what the element masters have written about the way back home. You might argue, what's the urgency, like I said before? But then, this is what tugs at my heart, just like something else must be tugging at your heart. There's no hurry to get back home, let me correct. It's merely the peaceful expansive feeling that I get when I understand different perspectives. And yesterday it was Plotinus. Plotinus lived way back in the Greek era. And something that he put together in the third century felt so expansive, beautiful. When he talks about the one, the universal ideology that's been handed down to us since the Vedas and various other texts and great saints have all pointed out to the oneness of the source given it beautiful, delicious names to remember. And then, just before reading Plotinus, I was going through some Zen traditions, herding the ox pictures, ten beautiful stages of enlightenment. As I read through and immersed myself in these texts, I realized, where's the practical applicability? How do we bring these knowledge and awarenesses into life? And it struck me that as these texts indicated, that all the striving, all the searching, even for awakening and elimination and enlightenment are futile because it's just so obviously, beautifully, simply there. That to be able to disentangle the search from the ego will be extremely difficult. What is so obvious and so real and so true and so everything Why search? The extraordinariness of God, of the source, is 
in its multiplicity of existence and experience. As the source continues to be the name that we give it, it is literally the source of everything. Multitude of fountains of creativity flow out in all directions on several planes of existence. And as this miracle continues to happen and the juice of creativity is poured into us as us and through us there's this experiencing of life of beingness that the source is actually doing through us how enriching can we make this and how beautiful every creation everything being and non-being alive and not perceived as alive has a signature of the source it bears the watermark that's been created and continues to evolve as an extension of that all-giving generous source no wonder all of religion evolved out of sheer love for the source the giving force and when i contemplate the practical applicability of this i realize that until unless we go back to ask the source for what we want where else is it going to come from who else is going to deliver who is going to rearrange the pieces on the chessboards of our life and create circumstances, serendipitous meetings, all have to be arranged by the source. Where else can you and I go asking than our source? And where all do we turn when we really need a solution we turn toward the source and that is true belief that is authentic sensible way of life the acknowledgement of the source whereas the ego the individual identity continues to remain in denial saying that i am Whereas this I am is far bigger. It's much more vast than the puny ego perceives. I am is the essence. I am is the ultimate sentence and the statement that's been handed down by the sacred texts. I am. The day we truly realize who we are, what our nature is, where we come from. All sorrow and grief can evaporate in a flash. All of grieving, all of sadness can go because there's nothing else but I am. And it's all pervading, all penetrating, all existent 
And I am doesn't have to think about itself because I am is I am and there is nothing else. Even the nothing though we conceive is the creation of I am and very much a part of it just like the expanses of empty space that we do not comprehend are a part of I am. The I amness is beautiful. It's holy, sacred, divine. And that's what we are, signatures of I am. And the more we try and escape this, within the trappings of a smallish, logical mind, the more we move away from this proximity, this intimacy with I am, the more difficult it becomes. And the more we chant and move towards rhymes and poetry and prayers and prose conducted and created in the praise of this I amness. The closer we move to the source of all energy. the more it rises in our being. I remind myself with every deep breath, here is, I am in flow. The more I know the music created all around us, is within the experiencing of I am. That beautiful source, it offers with such great generosity that it's unfathomable for this tiny mind that is also I am in its fractional, super-fractional form, with limited comprehension. And yet, the mind has achieved beautiful things in the world. And every time it feels shivers of loneliness, of hatred, of bigotry, of not being part of this shared gorgeousness, it creates wrath, destruction out of unawareness of I am. And even that unawareness, that wrath, that hatred is a part of the I am experiencing itself. Such is the magnanimity, patience and tolerance of that source. It allows us to create what we wish to and it offers us free will and choice. And as I read more, contemplate more, I'm compelled to get up in the morning and talk about this, this beautiful reality. The free will entrusted to us 
to create, to go out and create anything that we want. Such faith in us. While our faith dwindles umpty number of times in a day, the moment somebody creates something that is not pleasant or to our liking, discontent grows in us. Faith stumbles. Belief is altered. I had such a day yesterday, admittedly, deep into the hours of the night, till I woke up this morning, and I went back seeking an embrace of the source. I am to I am. This dissolution in a meditative state back into the source can be revitalizing it's like plugging your Tesla back to the charger so that it can go another 500 miles. Puts a smile on you, your face, doesn't it? The very metaphor that I employ. But then, that's how it is. That's the renewable source of everything. You go back, you plug in, and you renew. You refresh, you re-energize, and you come back. The energy that flows through our entire human system, through our energy centers, or the way you'd like to hear it, biologically food converted into some form of energy. Everything is the source's offering. Repowering us to do great stuff, to do beautiful things, to create amazing art, to heal the world. Until that healing begins, till we purge all the hatred and all the pain, the source continues to offer us free choice. What do you choose today? Love, joy, abundance, or hatred, bigotry, smallness, expansion or restriction. What do you choose today? What do I 